Crawford seems like the type of guy that does a bit of tax evasion, doesn't he? It's just... <laughs> It's not evasion when you just don't pay it full stop. There's no malice in it, Gary. It's just just what you do. Yeah, being sued for 130 million was just the HMRC coming knocking. That's all it was. (laughs) No, it's it's not on there. Doesn't count as a lawsuit, Crawford, if it's just a bill. (laughs) He's out with a driver now. Now I'm not sure this is right. Would somebody kindly go and stop him? Give him a large brandy and pop him down. No, this this really is beyond a joke now. He's he's, he's gone gaga because this is uh, this is quite. I've never seen anything like it before, and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness. You seen a worse golf shot? Don't no, answer the question. It's terrible. This could be good. Come in. This could be good. Looks better than it is, folks. Not bad. Right, we've started. Welcome back, everybody, to the RACDG podcast, season two, episode two, and uh, it's gone off the rails already. Crawford's with us, as per usual. Crawford, how are you doing this fine Friday night? Shit. Carry on. Cool. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, we're joined this week um, also after a great week on this fine Friday night by the captain of the RACDG for this year, 2022. The first ever repeat guest on the RACDG podcast as well, Mr. Matthew Webb. Matt, how are you doing, mate? Please don't say shit. I'm, I'm, I'm good, thanks, Gary. I'm good. I'm glad Excellent. It's the, uh, glad it's the weekend. Good, Gary, good morning, good afternoon. Gary, um, obviously viewers at home can't see this from themselves, but I'm going to need to have the haircut explained. Thank you. Oh, mate, so... Down the road from me, there's a hairdresser's and there's a woman who's an apprentice hairdresser and she wants to practice. She wants to practice doing skin fades. So I've let her practice doing skin fades in my head in return for the promise of a free haircut. And I look like, do you know how in... How in can, I just, can I just say, Gary, you were it was free, but you were still robbed. I look, I look like Beaker out the Muppets. Do you know how... It's just kind of... Kind of it looks you know, like, like a thumb. Do you know whenever get, you get like extras in, you know, Braveheart and stuff, and there's like all these guys in the background, and they've had some crazy haircut done where like half their head's been shaved, and the rest of it's just like mad shit. Oh, That's what you look like. like. What I've, what's happened here is I've got a haircut that like twenty one and twenty two year olds have, but I've not got the hairline to support it. <laughs> So it's just a kind of weird island sort of thing going on. Anyway, that's the first tangent. What I said, Crawford, while you were wandering away there is I'm uh, bringing about a new rule. It's called the Antiniemi rule on the back of last week's podcast. If we go on a tangent or if I feel you're talking too much about something, I'm just going to shout, you're finished and you need to stop. And, that's and then it. am and I allowed to shout, on. I'm no finish. <laughs> you're not going to shout, you're 28 anyway. You don't look a day over 50. But... <laughs> we're back for episode number two. Um, we're going to keep this one tight. We're going to keep it short and sweet. We're not going to go for an hour and a half here. We know we've all got busy lives now uh, with everything getting back to relative normality. This week, we're going to be talking about, first of all, we'll do a quick recap on the last week, what's been happening. Then we'll look ahead to the 2022 season ahead with our own personal goals. 
And then we'll get Matt Wabe, uh, who's with us once again, to run through the 2022 year for the RACDG, the four majors, the Order of Merit, what's going to be happening, what we're kind of looking at bringing in and doing. Look at that look in your face when I mentioned Order of Merit, because none of us know what's happening, but we, we can have a guess. Um, and then some other bits and pieces that we've been looking at. So in the last week, what's happened in the last week? What's been going on? Who's that question directed to? I don't know, you Crawford. Me? Um, I Well, see what, actually, I went down to, um, I've been busy this year so far, January has not been a big golf month for me, but um, went down for a wee breakaway with Rob Cross, um, and uh, he may not be doing the podcast this week, but he was playing golf for me, and we went down and played Minchin Hampton Old, and then stayed in overnight in Cheltenham, and uh, then played Cleve Hill the next day, and had a jolly lovely time. Sorry, wait, sorry, you've just said, January's been really busy for me, I've not played much golf, however, my week consisted of lots of golf. Well, this week did, yeah, not the week yeah. before. Excellent. Matt Wade, what about uh, yourself? Uh, not a lot in this past week, sadly. Um, yeah, not a lot. Golf is... Quiet? Yeah, very quiet. Very quiet. Just sort of temporary greens and crapness. So golf is... Mega bonus and play there, poor. then? Jesus. Yeah, you wish. Not all the temporary <laughs> greens I play on. But, uh, so... yeah. Within the chat, within the chats, within the society, last week's been pretty, uh, pretty bouncy. We've had quite a few new members, especially up in the old Scottish annex. Me and Matt Wave have been looking at ways to deliver merchandise to everybody in a in an easier way. So we've been looking at, I think there's a website where you can just go on and order pieces as and when you want, rather than having to fly up spreadsheets and get sent out to you, and you can get everything. Uh, on there, uh, we had from what I, from what I literally said, everything, mainly underwear. Yeah, that's the well, we, we've got underwear, so you can put like the the logo on underwear, so you can have a flock in your cock if you want. Um, <laughs> you can have is it a goat? A goat in your scrope? Is that too much? <laughs> but you can sheep on your peep. Hang on, no, carry on. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, that's gone. Tangent, we did, yeah, tangent. We we did one good episode, and then we did about three minutes, and then <laughs> here we are. But um, yeah, you can get you can get the, the logo pretty much in anything. So hopefully, we will get some news about that coming soon. If you're new and you're a bit kind of befuddled as to what's going on uh, in the majority of the chats and uh, on WhatsApp and on Discord, then fear not. That's perfectly normal. Uh, there's a lot going on. I would direct you to recdg.com where we've got an events page where you can see most of the main big events that we're going to be talking about today, when they are, where they are. Other than that, just feel your way around the WhatsApp chat. So as always, I'm, I'm thinking, especially over the next couple of months, it's always going to be new uh, casual rounds, casual games, casual meetups and everything. We've got a few sorted already up north for the next couple of months uh, that I'm really looking forward to. So just kind of hang tight. Uh, and if you've got any questions or if you've got any queries about anything flockwise, message me or CAD or Matt Wabe and we'll do our very best to sort you out. I'm just saying that because there's a well, lot like of new if, people. If you're, yeah, if you're new and you come in and you're feeling a little bit like it's all quite hectic and you're not quite sure what's going on, genuinely, those of us who've been in there from the start also have no clue what's going on <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I know. It's it's amazing how many subjects can be covered. What? what are you got to look... Uh, Crawford's putting on a Spider-Man mask because why not? Um, there's a lot of topics and different uh, points of conversation that can be covered in the space of uh, a couple of hours in a WhatsApp chat. I'm trying to make a genuine point here and Crawford's putting on a Spider-Man mask. Have a quick look at Wayne here on the short path three. Don't want to fall in this bunker. 
Okay, so after that brief preamble there, let's get into the kind of meat and potatoes of today's podcast. So we're joined again by Mr. Matt Webb. Matt, most people will know you. Uh, most people will know that you're the captain this year, but for a lot of the new people and for anybody that maybe doesn't know you, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you play, how long you've been involved in that sort of stuff? Yeah, no worries. So Matt Webb, I'm based uh, in the best part of best part of the country. I'm based over in East Anglia. Um, not many great golf courses, but the weather is delightful. Um, play out at Thetford Golf Club. Um, exceptionally dry, just like Royston. Um, and <laughs> not, not quite as dry. Quite, not quite, but... As dry, as dry. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've been playing golf for about 11 years and just kind of got addicted. Got thrown into this bunch of shysters about three years ago from the start. Um and, and loving life, really. Just loving the ability ca- to go out and meet new people and play good golf courses. And you're the captain this year, so for anybody that maybe doesn't know the the hierarchy of things, what does that mean? What do you need to do? Uh, try and play as many as, as many golf uh, rounds as possible. No, I, so captain, kind of figurehead, try and help new people as they come into the uh, into the group. Um, just sort of help people find their feet across WhatsApps, Discords. Uh, the main part really, I guess, is organising the four majors. Um, we used to think organising golf trips was good fun. It's less fun when you've got to organise it for 40 people based all around the country and then try and get money out of people. But, um, but yeah, the, it's that's kind of it really. Um, I probably have missed bits in the Constitution that Cad spent hours writing that I should be doing. But uh, A whole three yeah. hours, thank you. <laughs> um but yeah that's that's kind of kind of my role really for the uh, for the year try and try and keep things on track and keep people engaged in the group and what would your message be right now to all of those people out there who've signed up for events but not paid deposits that you've been chased up for <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to i don't want to know what the message is i don't really yeah, care. most of those people are crawford but for all the other people that aren't currently on this call no no crawford crawford's good crawford's good um effectively pay up we've got some strict deadlines we've got to we've got to meet if you don't pay up you'll find yourself withdrawn from the event and no one likes to be withdrawn from a flock event because genuinely flock golf is the best golf i've had some of the best days of golf in the past couple of years just meeting up with 30 strangers from the internet um trying to chase balls around various fields across the country it's funny a few of us have talked about that recently because obviously now the group's kind of getting into its maturity where a lot of us have been friends and been playing for three years and and then we, we we kind of meet each other all the time at different events like event after event to event the same kind of people there and it's really great to meet up with friends again and also to meet people for the first time that you've been talking to on the group there's kind of people who sometimes people become a character on the group and you just never actually play golf with them and you meet up in an event I remember at um what was it? it was up in Allwoodley this year and we were in the village, like a hotel, and I went into the restaurant for dinner and I walked in and it was a really busy restaurant and I was like, oh, it's quite buzzing in here. It's like really loud, loads of energy in the place. And I was thinking, oh, it's kind of a cool restaurant for a Sunday night or whatever. And then I sat down and I started to look around the restaurant and then every table I looked at, I realized, shit, everybody in here is a flocker. <laughs> like this is a private event. Like, this restaurant is not open to anyone else. It's just us. And and it was just buzzing and really fun. And everywhere you looked, it was all people you kind of really love playing golf with. So they are really good fun, the events. And my favourite bit of the whole thing. And that night, we sat and watched a playoff between Patrick Cantley and DeChambeau. And DeChambeau yeah. until about playoff. 1 or 2 a.m. And they were trying to <laughs> usher us out of the hotel bar. And I'm just thinking, if you're working in that hotel bar, and for some reason there's 30 grown men fist bumping <laughs> and cheering 
at Patrick Cantley, Mr. Personality, putting golf shots to six feet. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was something very strange in the air that night, but you're you're spot on Crawford. The actual events and stuff um, are the best part about it. If you do end up getting bogged down on things like the WhatsApp, which is very easy to do, uh, so do make sure if you are new, dive in, stick your name down for things, get signed up. You're just as viable and just as due a place in these events as people that have been around for three years and notoriously pull out and don't pay and don't turn up and things like that. So get yourself involved as much as you can. Um, and that, this Absolutely. is probably as good a, a time. Oh, sorry, just, go a, just a, I was going to say, just a shout out on that. So, uh, so last week or within the past week, so we have Miguel join the uh, join the group. Shout out, Miguel. And within within three hours, he paid 150 quid in deposits for uh, for the majors this year. So, yeah, just jump in, get involved, pay up, and, and he's also and Miguel. Miguel, he's also he not just paid the deposit; he's now paid the full amount, hasn't he? And then he was on the group today, and he's going out to Portugal next week. And he's there's somebody else in the flock's going out to Portugal, and they're going to go and get a game together, I think, in Quinta de Lago next week. Something Sounds like, like a guy that. that doesn't have many friends in real life. To be honest, <laughs> we're all like that, Gary. That's all of us. We're all <laughs> the flock. Kind of what I'm getting from that. But, um, but that, no, that's very much to me what the flock is about, you know, jumping in, going to committing to some crazy event, and then uh, meeting up with some random people in part of the world you've never been to before. Yeah, so hopefully, 2022 is going to be our kind of best ever year, and a lot of that is down to the planning and volunteering of time that Mr. Wape has put into planning all the events and the majors, uh, the players, and whatever else is happening. So, more or less, Matt, the floor is yours here to kind of. Talk us through 2022, talk us through the events coming up, why you've maybe picked the courses that you've picked uh, and the sort of stuff we can expect to see over the next year. So yeah, we've got four majors for the uh, for the year. So we've got the Mackenzie, the Kaluna, the Cock of the North and the Shut, and they've all kind of got their little personality. Um, so the Mackenzie um, tends to be the season opener. It's kind of have played it or tried to play it at... Uh, Dr. Dr. McKenzie courses. Um, so the first playing was at Audley in Moortown a number of years ago. Um, and uh, this year in April, it comes uh, it comes to Cavendish and Reddish Vale, the kind of Macclesfield, manchester way, kind of kind of north-ish of, uh, of England. So it uh, should, be, should be good fun. So that's happening. Shout annually. out to uh, drivable events from Scotland. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So reasons for choosing it because I didn't get moans from Scotland. So yeah, don't forget, if, if you're big Dave Easty, then uh, drivable means an entirely different thing to you than where's he gone? Where's he gone, Dave <laughs> Easton? Where are you? I've not heard from you in ages, mate. Where is Harvey? Just a shout, a shout out for maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's dead in his cell. Maybe <laughs> That's he's a dead bit dark. Cell. I'm pretty sure he's keep not. It, right, keep but... it light. Keep it light, Gary. Big shout out to Dave Easton. Where are you? We're putting up the, I was say the pervert signal, yeah. but um, <laughs> the, the bat signal. Yeah, the big the, the big pervy bat signal in the sky. We want to hear from you, David. Anyway, carry on, Matt. Yeah, so yeah, so Mackenzie also we tie in kind of around about the Masters, another Dr. Mackenzie course where the proper golfers play. Um so this year it's happening on April tenth and April the eleventh. Um as I said, it's kind of Manchester Way, so yeah, Reddish Vale and Cavendish. Look to be pretty two pretty funky little tracks. Not what we'd kind of expect from um, from major courses potentially. Um, not sort of bag tag Barry chasing courses. They're kind of niche, six thousand yards ish, maybe slightly shorter. 
Um, I think it's be, safe to say they're, uh, they're they're connoisseur courses, aren't they? Cavendish was a pretty good reputation. Yeah. I hate that. I hate the term hidden gem, but probably hidden gems. Um, I've, I've had a, I've had a look at the old Google flyovers and stuff, and they look pretty wacky. Mm, is my word yes. for them? Very yes. wacky um, Scottish style courses. Quirky, a lot of short fours, a lot of hills and drop offs, and one of the one of the holes looks like it's got an absolute bastard of a hill, which I'm hoping is going to take out about half the field that are <laughs> just like unfit, like Crawford. Um, they just can't, <laughs> just physically can't make it to the green, not can't reach the green, but literally cannot make it there. But the courses do look a lot of fun. I'm not unfit, yeah. I'm fat. It's a difference. <laughs> um, the uh, Also, one of the things I'm looking forward to, Mackenzie, is that we are there over Masters weekend. So in, when we're all together um, that evening in the hotel, we'll be Masters Sunday. On the first Mackenzie uh, thing that we ever did, we all sat, it was like, what, seven of us, eight of us? And yeah. we all sat down together and we watched Tiger win the Masters in 2019 together. And it was a really fucking amazing moment. So I'm hoping that somebody good's going to be in the mix uh, this week that we can all get behind. All right, Matt, so that is the Mackenzie Cup this year, 10th to the 11th of April at Reddish Vale and Cavendish. Um, can people still get involved? Is there any spaces left? How much is it? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, yeah, definitely still get involved. There's technically only one space left, but inevitably there'll be someone or some people that will pull out because families will decide to suddenly go on holiday and things like that, So, uh, or people won't pay in time. So, yeah. There's um there's 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 going to be space open for it, um price wise it's extremely reasonable um so it's around about two hundred quid if you have a single room it's about one hundred and seventy if you have a twin room so it's pretty pretty affordable pretty good um that's that's obviously two rounds of golf some prizes uh night dinner bed and breakfast in a in a quite a nice hotel it looks like uh, with a spa which is always key sometimes it's it's a spa? Most important. Yeah, I've been to the hotel before the hotel's lovely. Really nice. Oh, the the spas and like the spas in a big like church that's next to the house. It's lovely. Well, we yeah, do a big, uh, big group sauna. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. We have can a, get like, our pant. We can get our uh, logoed pants on and jump into the sauna together. I love it. We like, with all those kind of logoed face masks as well. And yes. um, the, <laughs> there's also a gym. So we can go to the gym. We can all like work out together that. and get a, get a sweat on. Is Kenny going? I want to go to the gym with Kenny. <laughs> I don't know, is he? No, I don't think he's on. I don't think he's on the sheet. I don't think he's on the sheet. He's he's got a bed in his new irons, isn't he? Get that swing going. He's got new irons already. Oh yeah, yeah. New uh, new eleven hundred pound blades. Um, oh, let's not let's not get into that. We need to get Kenny back on to talk about it. Yeah. Well, no, nobody has that um, death wish. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, the other thing is just quite mentioned before we go on to the next major is that a bunch of us are going up to St Andrews after uh, the Mackenzie. So playing the Mackenzie Sunday and the Monday, and as soon as we finish on the Monday, there's about eight of us, nine of us to jump in the car and then driving up to five. And we've got links tickets Thursday to, or Tuesday to Thursday and then going to play somewhere else on Friday, got a little Airbnb together. Uh, we're doing it because it's the same week that the No Laying Up official, official trip is to St Andrews. So we're going to hook up with some of the guys just from the refuge to say hello, maybe go and get some drinks with uh, with the guys from No Laying Up. Uh, and then there's also another American um, group that are going to be there the same week that are mostly from the Minneapolis chapter of the RCDG um, called Matt uh, and all of that. So, uh, yeah, there's a bit of crowd of us up there if anyone fancies jumping so in. So, my question on that, Crawford, is, so that's the 10th and the 11th at Reddish Field and Cavendish, then you guys are travelling up on the 12th to the 16th, uh, where no, the no, 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 we, trip is. No, we, we travel up on Monday the 11th. Yeah, the so 11th, sorry. Now, it's my, 
it's my second born's first birthday on the 13th. He won't so, remember it. <clears throat> my main question there is, <laughs> what's the best gift to get as an absent parent uh, for a first birthday? Uh, uh, a bull marker, yeah. Or maybe you could get like a um, like a, a divot repairer. Um, the, there's well, a lot I, of shops in St Andrews that make a lot of good gifts for one-year-olds. Full father's Full the hickories, yeah. There's the hickory shop there. There's some really nice. It's a bit expensive in there. You don't want to go overboard. It's only one. He's not going to remember it as much. Right, he works for the civil service. Um, It'll be fine. <laughs> he's here. I'll be right. Um, He's actually got a decent swing uh, for nine months old. My two-and-a-half-year-old's got no interest in golf. My two-and-a-half-year-old today, right? My two-and-a-half-year-old, I've obviously changed his nappy every day. You know, every day, another day, another job, and I've cleaned his nappy. And today he decided, I was sitting about half past six tonight, been to the gym, I'm tired, I'm sitting on the couch, and he came up to me and said, Daddy, you need a nappy change. And I said, no, I'm at least 20 years away from that, son. You will be doing it at some point, but it's, today's not that day. And he made me get down on the floor and he pulled my shorts down and tried to change, tried to put a nappy on me as I lay on the floor and my wife took a picture of it. So that's the kind of stage that I'm at with my two and a half year old at the moment. So if I do happen to miss a birthday or something like that, I'm, I'm incredibly justified in that action. Um, <laughs> which obviously leads us back to St Andrews uh, on that week. So I do hope to come up and join you for a day or two, maybe on the Friday, try and get around somewhere uh, out with the links ticket and hook up with our fellow Roost, our Roost brothers. Yeah, Matt, while we're on that subject, talk to us a little bit about the, the Roosts and our Roost friends. Well, let, maybe roost. Should, should we do the Roosts a bit later? <laughs> right, we'll do the majors, then do Just the like Roosts. Saying it. We'll do the roost a wee bit later. Um, flocks, roosts, everything. So, second major of the year, Kaluna Cup. Talk to me. Yeah, so Kaluna, um, like low key, I've made no real um, secret of it. Probably my, probably my favourite major of the uh, of this year. Um, it's the one I'm most excited about. Um, so, Kaluna Cup, um, Kaluna, partly because we googled it when we were due to play Sullingdale, trying to find a name for a. Um, a major, and it was something to do with the Latin name for Heather is Coluna vulgaris or something. Vulgaris, so, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, Coluna Heather, it's got to be a Heathland track. Um, and in my opinion, um, controversially, it's probably up there in the, the top three or four Heathlands that I've ever played. Um, so we're going to Hankley Common. Um, so it's a one-day event. So just on July the nineteenth, thirty-six holes. Shout out George James, by the way. Shout out George James. <laughs> R.I.P. 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 Um, G.B.N.F. So, uh, so yeah, Hankley. So we've got a bit of a deal with Hankley, and probably part, probably the reason why I am, um, I'm really looking forward to it. So if we, as long as we have sixty-five people um, at the at the Kaluna, which on the sign-up sheet we are well on track for. They will shut the entire course for the flock. Um, so we'll have complete and utter control of the whole course. We'll have two. We can set starts. the pins. We can set the tees. Yeah. We can decide um, what the grain's going to do in the fairways. You can decide how high the heather's going to be for your golf ball crawler. <laughs> Nothing's going to be short enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So it's just a minimum. It's it's a weird one. So we need a minimum of sixty-five rather than us having a maximum. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be really, really good. So that's breakfast, um, two rounds of golf, three course lunch, I think some sandwiches afterwards. Um, it's just over 200 quid for that, including prizes and stuff. Um, when is that? Uh, July the 19th, Tuesday, July the 19th. Um, so and yeah, hopefully like, we'll get really good is, weather. 
it's beautiful it's spectacular it like it's unhankly common you realize when you get out there what true heathland is like it's just wilderness um and you feel like you're in the in this isolated in the middle of nowhere sitting in the clubhouse in the terrace afterwards is just just delightful and yeah it's gonna be a good day yeah they've got a um they've probably got enough space to throw another 18 hole course in there but they just don't and it's amazing you can be stood on one fairway and not see the golfer on another fairway um just because there's trees and heather and all sorts in the uh in the way it's a it's a it's a glorious place to play golf and how many people have signed up for that at the moment where are we with numbers so numbers wise there's 70 Eight or seventy-nine on the actual Fuck Google sign-up sheet, um, of which around forty-nine have actually paid the paid the deposit for that, um, which is which is pretty good. So, Hankley, because of having to have a um, a minimum number, we've it's a non-refundable deposit. Um, so, it's, and it's quite a pricey deposit. But um, yeah, we're we're looking we're looking good, and I'm hoping we can we can get that one sewn up and we can get 65 or 70 kind of flockers out onto the course and, and having a good time in the sun. I was just going to say for, for the newcomers that haven't been to one of the big events, um, we kind of go all out. So we organize live scoring. So everybody gets on the thing, even like everyone on the, on the, on the course can see what everyone else is doing, but everybody who's in the WhatsApp groups gets to watch and follow along the live scoring. So it all gets a not only follow down. along Crawford, but we, we say, um, booking lines and totes and stuff so you can actually bet on who bet on people who are playing at it um to win or to to finish well and follow that along as it's being played which is always a lot of fun i think last year one of the ballsiest moves i've ever seen i think it was ian rabinsack it's not rabinsack but it's something like that but ian rabinsack <laughs> bet a fiver on himself to win an event and then went out and won it and won all the tote money as well <laughs> that is Fucking nuts on you, mate. <laughs> he also won the mega bonus, um, controversially, uh, and controversially. So you know, uh, every cloud, but on the same. That course. is the Kaluna. Talk to me, Matt, about the cock. So your favourite subject, Gary. So yeah, the cock of the north. Um, mm. <laughs> um, loads, loads, loads. Um, so yeah, so cock of the north. Um, very, very similar to to last year. Some would say a direct copy, but. It's a true who could say situation. Um, 25th, 26th of September, we're going up to Leeds once again, um, to Moortown and Alwoodley. Um, you can't really fault the two courses. Um, they are within pissing distance of each other. So it's it's perfect um, because of the deal we get. We have to split. It's kind of a split field event. So one group one group will play Moortown one day and then play Alwoodley and the, um, the second group will sort of swap that to play Audley than Moortown. Um, got a night in a in a hotel as well, so it's over two days. Um, so it's a Sunday Sunday Monday event. Uh, that was slightly more expensive, um, just due to hotel room prices up in Leeds. Who I think it's a, I know it's not the same weekend as Leeds Festival because that was Bank Holiday weekend. But yeah, it's um, it should be should be another good uh, good trip. Yeah, that one's like two sixty, isn't it, for the, the full thing? And when you yeah, sign up for the flock events that. as well, bear in mind, uh, Matt or whoever's the captain that year is organising everything from start to finish. So you're paying just one price. I, f- I feel like I'm on QVC. You're paying just one price, and then you're turning up, and you've got your golf both days, but you've got your tea time sorted and everything. You've got your hotel, things like breakfast, dinner. Uh, the only thing you need to do is hit the ball straight, Crawford. But 
we do kind of sort everything out for you uh, there, and Matt's doing that completely off his own back. Uh, he doesn't get paid for it, or none of us get paid for any of this. Um, astonishingly, we don't get paid for this podcast. Who knew? But um, he's doing this off his own back. So please, uh, if you've obviously got outstanding deposits or outstanding things to pay, do the decent thing uh, and get them paid up. But that's the cock. It's that Albertly Moortown. Brilliant venue last year. I had a great time. There was about 40 of us last year. We're hoping for similar to more again this year. And that's in the 26th, 27th of September? 25th, yeah, 25th and 26th. 25th, 26th of September. Sunday, Monday. Oldley is probably one of the most criminally underrated golf courses in the country. I think if Mm. it was was wasn't in Leeds, it would be, like if it was down in Surrey, it would be up there with Sunningdale and the Barcelona and Swinley. It was very good. Yeah, what a fantastic course it was. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to going back there. And then the fourth and final major of the year, at the end of the year, Matt, is the shut. Where, when, and how do we get involved? Uh, so again, yeah, shut. Um, so CAD obviously came up. It's one of the originals. It's where we uh, crown our champion golfer of the year who gets to call themselves the Big Kahuna. That's um, right. so just, just very so quickly, the background of the shut is that every chapter has to have one annual championship and it's called the shut in all the different chapters. It's the only one that's played in every chapter. Um, yeah, so it, it's... Uh, 17th and 18th of October, so it's a Monday, Tuesday. We were kind of a bit hamstrung by one of the courses that will only allow four ball play on one day of the week. Um, this year we're going to, as captain's choice, you can bring it as close to home as you want or as far away from home as you want. So we're going to the North Norfolk coast. We're heading up to uh, heading up to Sheringham and then across uh, across the coast to Hunt Stanton. Um, so again, yeah, it's a, uh, a two-dayer. Um, 18 at both, both kind of coastal. Well, Sheringham's um, kind of cliff top. No, I'm seeing how far it is from my house. Sorry, carry on. I'm just (laughs) having an internal dialogue here. Sheringham Golf Course, carry on. Um, it might might be quicker for you to fly from Glasgow to uh, to Norwich via Moscow, um, than it would be for you to drive to six and a half hour drive. So Mm. that might be a uh, I'll figure something out. Carry on. Um, so yeah, so Sheringham's kind of a cliff top. I've I've just joined Sheringham this year, which is helpful. Um, but it's kind of a cliff top um, course, not really a true links. But it can I just say I have, in the summer. I have a theory that Matt has joined Sheringham this year, so that he can have ten months of practice on Sheringham to, in order to try and win the shot in his captaincy year. Well, the first three rounds are gone to fucking pot. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to need a look and need all the practice I can get. Um, but uh, but yeah, looking looking forward to that. And Hunt Stanton's a bit more of a truer links. It's a bit a bit funky. Um, some some great golf holes across the two. Um, obviously, right on the North Norfolk coast. So weather could be superb, or it could be horrendous. Um, we'll see what we'll see what October throws at us. So the only point on this shut is that no accommodation is included with the shut, just because North Norfolk doesn't have hotels to cater for forty odd blokes with golf clubs. Um, it's all smaller B and Bs, so it's up to everyone who's coming along to to find their own accommodation for that one. Unfortunately, yes. What will normally happen is that people will just kind of group together, and you'll get fours yeah. and sixes, and they'll just get like an Airbnb somewhere together. Hazing like a pod situation. You got a spare room, Matt. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I did. Um, I'm yet to decide if I'm going to travel up and down on the days or stay overnight. We'll we'll figure it out closer to the uh, closer to the time. But both courses are like an hour and twenty minutes away from me. So although they're close, they're really not close because Norfolk is shit for roads. Um, so uh, both, yeah, and we'll both courses are are really really good. There's some really fun, interesting holes, and in both courses. There's a hole on on in Hunstanton. 
that I think is 225 yards par three that's completely blind. Yeah, shit um, out of all. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then whenever and then whenever you're walking off the green because no one can see you, there's a massive like 30 foot pole and there's a sign up saying you have to waggle the pole. So you've got to stand on the bottom of it and waggle the top of the pole so the people behind you know that you're off the green. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's full of that kind of quirk. There's also there's a there's a plaque in Hunstanton that you like in the fifties or something. Some guy in a competition had a, a hole in one at the same hole three days in a row. Yeah, back in the I think it was early nineties or eighties. Yeah, it was like um, um like a county event, like practice round on a Saturday had a hole in one. Uh, like practice round on Friday had a hole in one. The Saturday was playing like foursomes or something had a hole in one. And on the Sunday another had a hole in one. So three consecutive days, same hole, same bloke, and used three different clubs for it as well because obviously three different wins. Did you see that thing that was on? Uh, did you see that thing that was doing the rounds on social media last week? And it was apparently this little guy who'd went out and shot eleven under over something like eleven under over nine holes, and he had a hole in one, two eagles, uh, and like the rest was birdies and stuff. And his scorecard got posted and everything. And then at the bottom, it was like, yeah, he was out playing by himself. I was like, mate, fuck, I've done that when I've been out playing myself. <laughs> you know, wee 14-year-old guy comes in and goes, I just shot fucking 24 and I had uh, a hole-in-one and three eagles. And you went, that sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> no bother, Playing the forward tees. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's, yeah, the tees are right next to the fringe. <laughs> mega bonus, mate, cheers. Uh, so that's the four. That's the four majors uh, covered, done, and dusted. There again. If you like the sound of any of those and you want to get involved, just do fire one of us a message. There's updates and everything in the RACDG announcement chat, which John Arshad rules with an iron fist. Um, only a few of us have got posting rights there. Me and Crawford don't. I've never had them, Crawford. You, you got yours rescinded because you were talking too much shit. <laughs> um, there was some you know, un- be... unpleasantness. I can never go back. <laughs> so. There's plenty of information coming uh, for the majors, but if you can't make the majors, there's always uh, the kind of weekly, monthly, quarterly events all over the shop. Up in Scotland, uh, which is all I really know about, we've got events at Gales, Glasgow Gales on Friday, uh, the 18th of February. We've got a, a little event in March up Anstruther Way. Uh, we've got the Battle of the Bastards at Barassi. England versus Scotland, uh, two teams of 16 at uh, Kilmarnock Barassi this year as well, which is going to be our first ever kind of RACDG two-team event, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, June, we've got uh, the Scottish Club Championship. I'm just calling it a club championship. There's nothing actually on the back of that. I've just invented an event. It's not scratch, unfortunately, Matthew. Mate, it's um, just just to explain for the bit for the benefit of um, uh, Paul Doherty and people like that that um, doing things like calling uh, a random event the club championship um, with all the pomposity that that implies is pretty much part of this course in the RACDG. That's just how we roll. If we can just kind of, it, I'm know. just kind of making things up as we're going along, like so that this is this obviously this this very first iteration of the Scottish Club Championship is a long and. Uh, Luxury, well, it's not luxurious. What's my word? Long and illustrious history on the back of it. So there's going to be forty-five people now coming up. Um, stable for thirty-six holes over Gullin two and three. If you are signed up for that, I've made a WhatsApp chat specifically for that event, and there's a lot going on around about it. I think a few people are coming up from down south to make a week or a weekend of it. So there's going to be rounds on the Wednesday, the Thursday. That's on the Friday, Saturday. On the Sunday, there's uh, another event, which is called the KOC. 
and it's called The King of the Castle, but I also get it not mixed up with the C-O-T-N, the Cock of the North, and in my head I call it the King of Cock event. <laughs> so that's a, a Gozik, which is, again, really, really worth uh, going out your way to play uh, for like 50 quid or whatever it is. Gozik, and is it Barnborough Castle the second round yeah, is? Dunstanborough Castle. Dunstanborough Castle, yeah. uh, my apologies. But that is the uh, Saturday the 5th and... Sorry, Sunday the 5th and Monday the 6th of June. Um, and then that takes us up to kind of mid-June and there's going to be all sorts of stuff getting organised, I've no doubt, through the summer as well. So do just kind of dive in, um, get involved. The best part of the whole kind of society, aside from the podcast, is actually just meeting people and getting out and playing lots of golf. And speaking of playing lots of golf, beautiful little segue into our next little section here. 2022 goals. Have we thought about them? Uh, do we know what we actually want to achieve this year? How did we go on last year? Matt, I'm looking at you because last year, me, Crawford, Rob, you, Ben Swanton, Bomb, and Ryan Kay had a little kind of bet on who would be the first team of three to break par, or in Crawford's case, break 80. Me, Rob, and Crawford were zero for three. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Ryan, and Ben we're one for three, and you were two the only for one three. to... Two for three. Who? Who did Swanton what? Bomb. Swanton Bomb broke, broke par at Flempton. Now, yeah, there might be, in true flock fashion, a big asterisk. Massive Because he played asterisk. the holes slightly out of order, um, but he did oh, shoot like yeah, one yeah. under. Sorry, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, he did, but I, I did, obviously... bollocks. And he played well, that's probably own, why so I forgot like about the, it, because like I seen him... four under. Yeah. Well, that was... A, it was... I do remember it. Playing I congratulated him congratulated him at the time and then obviously mentally have blocked it out because it's complete and utter shite. So, <laughs> one for three. You've done it numerous times this year. Yeah, I yeah. need advice, Matt, because my main goal, my only goal for 2022 is to break par. So, I need you, as a man who did it for the first time last year, to tell me what gets us over. For anybody listening, for all of you listening that have never broken par, Kenny, I'm expecting you to do it this year. What is... The one bit of advice, what is that one thing that gets you over the stumbling block of breaking par? I don't know. I can remember the the day I did it. It was a competition at Thetford, um, playing with a couple of old boys that um, I kind of know, but didn't, not really hugely friendly with. Step one, play with other people. Have other people there. (laughs) Step Um, right, okay, tick, next. Tick, tick, done. Um, And it it was a bit of a strange one, so I kind of was going through a, a bit of a swing process I tend to do. Um, I kind of hit the peaks and hit the troughs of, yeah, the peaks and troughs of of golf and find a new swing feeling that day just kind of felt like in my head, I was going through a a bit of a Tommy Fleetwood phase. I had this sawn off follow through and it just seemed like I was long hair. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely beards. Um, It was all in white. Um, and it was, it was just like, it was like, it was a bit like, it was flush city for me. That's something because I don't flush. Well, I flushed the toilet, that's it. but it's um, the, it was just everything was just going where I wanted it, and it, I just hold a few putts, and that was it. First time breaking par shot two under, um, and it, I kind of knew, I kind of nearly made a complete Horlicks of the of the eighteenth at Thetford, which those have played it. It's kind of four hundred and seventy yard uphill par four, and I'd made a complete balls up of the tee shot. I was like, right, just make five and like get out of here. Um, and Hadley made made four and was yeah shot seventy, which was banging. So at the time I was off I was off six. Um, some called me a sandbagger. So yeah, shot net sixty four that day. 
Um, won the competition by six, beat a plus three guy who shot 67. He was then shot next Beautiful. 70. Um, so, yeah, he was, I'm sure he was delighted. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I Crawford really just, it. just got out of my own take way. Take a note here because the main advice I've taken there, Crawford, right, if you want to take some notes, is flush the ball, hit it very good, and make putts. So, that's, <laughs> that's, that's about it, really. That's about it. Um, <laughs> it's all it's Gary because that's how I roll, that's how I play golf. Uh, second time. Okay. The second time I did it was ironically at a flock major. Um, it was at the bar, oh, yeah. and I literally the day before I was considering pulling out of the cluna because I was hitting it like a dog. Um, turned up, played Berkshire Red in the in the morning, shot one under, and just had the again ball on a bit of string. Really played with Kenny that day um, in the on that in that round, and yeah, shot that's, that's shot one under, do. and it was yeah, it was a bit more of a struggle, but again, do you know, didn't, like, just didn't think about the score, just played and. Let the result happen. Seeing superhero movies right before they do the third act. So Crawford, you'll know about this because you've watched a lot of films and made some things that you could you could almost call films. <laughs> no, but you've no. got the first the, the first act is you know setting the scene. The second act is where they face the peril, and then the third act is there's a nice little montage, and then it's the success. I need to have the montage where I face my greatest demons before I can have the success and I think that is playing with James Allen and Kenny I think I need to go <laughs> and play a three ball with James and Kenny and face all of my greatest fears and only then will I be truly free and, and where will you play this? at, at the old course or at um, Blair Gary? it's important to know maybe a 36 hole uh, day over both depends on what day a week it is isn't it? Because <laughs> if it's a Tuesday well, there's no point. We all know there's, no be, point. there's no point playing the old course on a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's not going to be at the old course. But I think that's what I need to do before I, before I can properly break par and unleash myself from the shackles uh, of the bogey train. That I need to actually go out and play with those two, uh, really to the, feel free. The night is darkest before the dawn, Gary. You hit, exactly. you face your fear, and then everything becomes easy after that. Listen, that folks, exactly. you get, you get full on memes and everything in that, in the RICDG podcast. From from Matt, the, what is that? The night is darkest before the dawn. You put yeah. that in a T-shirt. Inspirational um, quotes. That's it. Yeah. Um, so what's uh, what's your goal, in Gary? So you want to just what break par? Is that it? Literally, just, that's literally. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I'd like, like I'd, I'm sitting at like three uh, handicaps, at like three just now. I've set a kind of lofty goal of playing off scratch by the end of the year. Now I think there's a big difference to playing off scratch two or three years ago than there is playing off scratch now because to play off scratch now I had one of my mates uh, at my home course in this last year started the year off three and just had a really nice run of uh, scores over the summer and within like two months he was down to scratch just because um, he's adding his eight he's getting his eight count and scores in very nice and very quickly and they're all quite low so that's my kind of lofty aspirational goal maybe not this year maybe next year but I just need to get the monkey off of my Back. I think it is definitely true the way that WHS works now that you can have eight scores that are kind of two or three over, um, but you actually end up off scratch because of that because of you know where it works, but the mathematics. But yeah, well done. What's yours? Oh, uh, it would be nice to play a round of golf where I don't hit the adjacent fairway fifteen times in one round. Jeez, you'd have to play golf just... every day. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Crawford, why don't you, for the benefit of this podcast, for the benefit of the, the society as a whole and anybody that ever plays with you, I want you to go and have some lessons and see what comes out the other end of it. Never why happened. not? We've been why don't, why don't you? 
<laughs> we well, why did we commit, commit to going to so I, I just love I'd love to see and please record the pro when you take your first couple of swings and I'd just like to see what he's like what he says what his reaction is and what he sends you away with I want to see you go take some golf lessons and just see what's coming out of this weird upright forward press wrist hinge you look like a, a fucking cat flap when you're swinging so I'd like to see <laughs> I'd like to see what an actual pro said. Maybe we can get Matt's in uh, to have a look at your swing, break down your swing, and maybe give you some advice. That can be something we look at doing over the summer. But I would love, I want you to get better, Crawford, because you play so much golf and I feel so bad because you're so terrible at it. I want you to be able to go. <laughs> I want you to be able but, to go out and play good but that, golf. But maybe that's my USP, Gary. You know? maybe, if I go, maybe if I go good at golf, everyone will be like, oh, he's boring now. That's true. To I don't think anybody would ever say that. Um, Matthew, what's yours? Golf of the year. You've broken oh. par. I've broken par, yeah, that monkey's off my back. Um, we'll see if we can do it again. Um, I, last year, I, I made a long list of goals as, as to what I wanted to achieve um, and barely achieved any, so I've kept it really short this year. So I've got like six goals that I want to try and try and hit for the year, um, and they're just all kind of stuff that's within my within my control. So it's nothing like win a major or anything like that because – I can't control that because someone can play better than me on the day. So I don't know. You're just... the captain, mate. You can surely pull a few strings. <laughs> wow! Well, yeah. If anybody <laughs> can control a dude, it's you. <laughs> well, true. Um, so, so yeah, it's just like it's just simple things like tracking the stats and sort of some numbers associated with the stats that I want to hit. Want to make a certain amount of birdies in the year, um, and mainly just just enjoy golf. That's kind of that's kind of where I want to get to. I've got a little question as, as we're doing a, a podcast about the four majors. For the both of you, this uh, question, if you look at each of the four majors and, the, and the, the courses that it's playing at, which one do you think is your best chance at winning? Mm. You go first, Matt. Um, and, and, and talk us through your response and your answers. Why? I'm going to say I'm going to say the uh, Mackenzie because it's probably the only one I'll turn up at. So I've really given myself <laughs> the best chances there. I'm going to say seriously, Cock of the North because I've played them before. I've not played any of the other courses before, but I've played Alwoodley and Moortown. I liked them; they suited me. Uh, I played the front nine of Alwoodley at level par uh, last time we played, um, and then I know I played the first twelve holes at level par, and then I topped the ball into the heather immediately in front of me off the 13th tee, lost the ball, made a seven and kind of loosely unwound after that. Um, and then on the Monday at Moortown, it was kind of windy and kind of rainy. I played the front line all right and then I just completely fell to bits. So I've got the game for those courses and I know the courses. So I'm going to back myself, as I always do, for some cock. I'd, I'd like to, for me, I'd like to say... Mackenzie or Kaluna, I think. Um, I'd love to say the shot because I know the course is really well. But like, if the wind you remember, surely you've got to like, say the shot. You're literally a member at it. Yeah, but if the wind gets up, I just haven't got a ball flight for the wind. So it's like I'm onto a hiding for nothing. To nothing. So I'd like, yeah, Mackenzie or Kaluna. I'd love to win the Kaluna more than anything. Um, I think just because at, at Hankley and I love Heathland Golf. Um, 
So that would be things. So those those two, I think with the courses at Cavendish and Reddish being pretty short, I'm hoping from the flyovers, it looks pretty open in places. So I'm hoping we can sort of wail on driver a little bit, have some short flicks into greens and, and try and hold some putts. And just before we finish up, Matt, here's one. Is 2022 going to finally be the year that you embrace and love Lynx golf? I have, I've called 2022 the year of the Lynx. So I am trying to play as much Lynx golf as I can, as I, as I possibly can. So I've got a couple of things. So I'd like in the past couple of days, I've Crawford mentioned the trip to St. Andrews after the Mackenzie. So I've jumped onto that and booked the, booked the Airbnb for sort of seven or eight of us today. Um, sort of jumping into into that trip. I've got a week away with some other flockers in August. So Mr. Rashad, Gav Irons and uh, Aaron Lemon, we're going up to Southport and we've got five days of kind of linksy golf up there. We're going to include Formby as well. Um, I want just, you to yeah, I want to try and get golf. to play. Just, going to Gullen. I've seen, seen the, the joy in your eyes when you hit that shot at Gullen where it came off the bank and rolled down to two feet and you turned Gossick, around to me Gossick, with yeah. it Gossick, sorry, <laughs> and you turned around to me with all the, the glee of a child on Christmas <laughs> and went, Gary, I think I get it. I think I like Lynx golf now and I want, I want, I want to see that all year from you. I'd I'd like to see it. I'd like to I'd like to be there. There's a couple of courses I really want to tick off this year, um, links wise, links wise. So I want to sort of try and get to them and see if we can. I sort believe of we're not allowed the to call feelings. it. I'm not allowed to call it tick off. You have to just say enjoy. Uh, tick off it upsets. Uh, yeah, some, sorry. Some people Shout out Tom Dean. Is that, is that a southeast chat? Like one joke there. Yeah, gentle, <laughs> the gentleman be- group. Better, be- better breeder people have heard. Uh, Matt, before we finish up. Talk to us about the roosts very quickly. We are uh, a very happy uh, part of the No Laying Up family. Our entire uh, existence is based on No Laying Up in the offshoot from there, and where we're joining the No Laying Up nest roosts. So we are the flock who have a roost in a nest. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we are um, uh, kind of a roost. So we are um, in a in a region called the Western Civilization. Um, we are the only roost in the in the region. Um, so basically, in America, it's split up. So you have got a load of different regions. They will kind of load kind of bigger regions, and there's like four roosts per region. Um, and the the plan will be that the roosts play each other. The winning will so four golfers from each roost kind of play another four golfers from another roost and whatever. And then the winning roost will go to a kind of club championship as, as the no laying up guys are calling it. Um, we're kind of lucky in the fact that we are the only roost in the region. So we can effectively pick four golfers to go to club championship as far as I'm aware, um, which I'm assuming will be held in the States some point towards the, uh, towards the end of the year. Um, so if anyone fancies it, do do let us know. The well, only, that, that's the what only I was sh- going to say. We, we, we'll maybe have some qualification criteria, but I think based on the actual trip itself, the qualification criteria will be, does anybody want to go to America and beat some Americans at golf? Yeah, the only the only caveat is they, they need to be a next member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah. Only, the, the only caveat is they need to be a nest member as well. So we've got about 40 nesticles in the group. Um, which means we can qualify to be to be a roost, but which sort of its information is is coming out um, slowly but surely. Um, so we get it through the uh, through the refuge. Um, would encourage people to to sign up, uh, especially if you like the no laying up content. Pay the ninety bucks, so it's like sixty pounds. Cody Cody McBride, if you still listen to this, Cody McBride, can you sort me out with a free nest membership, please? Because <laughs> 
I don't want to pay. Uh, I'm skint, and can you just just DM me, please, and we'll we'll sort something out. Cody, this is what happens when you live near Scottish people. You get a lot of this demanding <laughs> things for free. <laughs> um, Normally, there's a lot of drink involved, but <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting prospect. Sort of glad to be on board. There's sort of quite some quite good information sort of floating about. Um, Going forwards, it'd be pretty cool to um, potentially split maybe GB and I and um, continental Europe into into separate routes. I'm here so for an independent Scotland. Scotland. Yes, yeah, so maybe Scotland has its own route. Matt's Ireland frozen. Has its own route. Crawford's frozen as well. Is everybody frozen? Oh, oh, well, yeah. Matt's frozen. There he is. He's back. Let it go, Gary. Let it go. Um, so yeah, we we try and maybe try and split up into sort of some different. Um, different regions then we can have four from England play four from Scotland play four from Ireland at an event and then the winning four then get go off to, to America yeah, fuck, to represent fuck the Welsh right fuck the Welsh well, <laughs> I have to say something for the Welsh here yeah so I'm just going to jump in Rodri well, would you really send you. Rodri would you really I mean come on Rodri, Rodri and George James. James as the tag team of our dreams no, Rod, Rod would win book his ticket and then pull out at the last minute yeah <laughs> um, do <laughs> Um, so, so I'm, I'm guessing, Matt, there's going to be a lot more coming out on that over the next couple of weeks and months anyway. It's still at very, very early stages at the moment, but it's all about us linking up more with the, the entire kind of no-laying-up universe and having a big old virtual hug. Yeah, exactly. And like to be to be quite honest, without without no laying up, RACDG probably doesn't really exist. I know it's Crawford's yeah, no Crawford's idea, and it was kind of pushed pushed out on it was pushed out on that. But what's he so ever done? What's he ever done? What's he ever done for us? One good idea. <laughs> Apart from the roads, one... the aqueducts, the schools, the hospitals, <laughs> makes um... one brilliant film. Has one good idea, and then which just... one was that, Gary? Because I don't, I don't remember making a brilliant Ride... film ever rides off of it but anyway that's going to be really interesting over the next couple of months and coming year uh, I think anyway we are I said we were going to keep this dead tight and everything I think we're still kind of floating about there with Mark so uh, let's start wrapping things up it's Friday night it's half past nine I need to go have my hot chocolate and go to bed Matt anything you want to add anything you want to plug anything you want to talk about before we finish up uh, no, just like if you want to get involved with um, with, with the majors, shoot us a message, um, and we'll we'll hook you up. We'll get you involved, give you all the information. Um, there's various spreadsheets and all sorts, so we can we can sort all that out. Um, but yeah, just good to get as many people along. And those who have signed up, please pay your deposits and final payments. All for, Next the, one. Yeah, all final payments are due six weeks before the event, so it's kind of. Everyone should know that that's when it's when it's due. It's just so it means we can tie it up with the venues, we can get everything sorted, and then, quite frankly and very selfishly, it means I'm not chasing around in the days leading up to an event when I really listen. That's not that's not practicing. selfish at all. <laughs> you've done all that. You've done all the hard work in the lead up, so it's not selfish at all to be saying that. Crawford, the week ahead, how's it looking? Uh, well, I'm so the next yeah the next while I'm off traveling around the world doing we're trying this thing you all do called work. I have to say I don't haven't enjoyed it so far. It's been pretty shit, um, and uh, but I've got an awful lot more with another few weeks of it to do. So I'm not going to be here for the next podcast that you record. It's be the first Ooh. time that the first podcast that I won't be here for. Um, anybody that that's listening, I don't know, who's, who are you going to get in to replace me? Who's 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 a big know. enough? If anybody's, do you know what I might do? I might just put the link. 
to the recording into the main chat and just see who comes in and just have a have an open door policy and just see what happens. Uh, if anybody's interested in co-hosting the podcast next week, uh, drop me a message. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Swanson and of... Ryan Keeney on. They've got two podcasts and sort of kickstart. And... Aye, but the thing is, they're actually quite good, so it makes us look even worse by comparison, so I don't <laughs> want them to be on, if that's, if that's okay. Um, but no, other than that, guys, I think we've covered lots today, lots of good information. We kept it mostly on track. There was some talk about nappies and um, willy jokes uh, with underwear being made, but apart from that, we got through the majority of it, so I just want to say once again thank you everybody for listening. Do get your feedback to us, complaints or general compliments. We got really good feedback on last week actually. I think everybody uh, more or less enjoyed or had good things to say about the return so we'll be back again in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but for me, for producer Mark, who almost quadrupled his word count uh, with that one defence of the Welsh, um, for Crawford and for Matt Webb, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. My name's Gary, by the way. I've not said that at any point. Um, I think we've got it. But uh, no, have a great week, everybody. And uh, we'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye. Peace. You just can say bye as well if you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah bye. <laughs> Matt's frozen again. Ow. There's <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's, I don't know, pitching wedge up there in the tree. Oh dear. I know I am a lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. <laughs> Perhaps she'll die. <laughs> come on, come on down. <laughs> this is amazing. fell and it was yeah it was horrendous <laughs> it was one of the most horrendous things in the world but yeah well westy's a bell end can i tell <laughs> i'm going to tell the kenny story only crawford will know this right and kenny actually full out begged for me not to tell it in the podcast so mark put it in so <laughs> it's not fair uh, I'm, I'm i'm vetoing captain's veto on that whole we were story in, we were in the we were in the chub the, the chub club this chat is, literally this whole chat that morning i was in tears laughing at this oh, so, so what's i saw something about something about the chub club someone put it in the group so like eggs like yeah sort of funky chat so, in the chub club this morning or something Kenny's come in and went, all right, guys, um, I've got a bit of a problem. How much water do you guys drink? Because I've drank uh, four litres of water yesterday and I feel really, really bloated and it's quite uncomfortable and it's quite painful. What should I do? And So me and John Burke have just went, drink less water, Kenny. Like, don't drink as much water. And he's went, oh, well, I thought this was a safe space, guys, but if it's just you taking every chance to be an arsehole when asked genuine questions. So me and John have went, Kenny, I don't know what else you want us to tell you, mate. You've said you've drank too much water, and we're saying you drink less water. 
So then what's happened is it's turned into a two-hour conversation of everybody saying, well, actually, it might not be because he's drank too much water because there are these very rare illnesses and these rare things that can happen. It's like water poisoning or it's like people reacting badly to the water and it makes them bloated and uncomfortable. So this has been on for about an hour and a half and Kenny's not said a word. And then two hours later... He just comes back and he went, all right, guys, update. I've went and had two poos and I feel fine now. So, <laughs> he's just needed a shit. And then, and then he starts saying, hang on, guys, there's another one coming. And then he's like, I can't stop. I can't stop shitting. Then he says, oh, I'm going to go. And then uh, we were putting, like, laughing emojis and stuff. He and had, he like, went, five um, shits in the morning. <laughs> He said something along the lines of, I don't know why you guys are laughing. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't know why you're laughing at this. You guys are just making me out to sound stupid. Stop telling people. I'm like, mate, come on. I wonder why you've been a little bit short and a little bit um, fit in some chats recently. Just remembering that conversation has made me fucking cry all after again. It was just hilarious. It was... It was just this like very earnest, very <laughs> genuine look, lads. I'm bloated and this is uncomfortable and I don't know what this is and I think I might have like water poisoning or I might have drank too much and da da da. And then two hours later, he's like, "Yeah, I've had a, I've had a couple of poos and I'm fine." Uh, <laughs> so and then he was trying to he was trying to kind of lecture John Burke about something later that day and John just went, "Mate, you don't know when you need to go to the toilet." <laughs> So, I mean, I, 